This is an ASCII Live media production for the Manly Warringah Sea Eagles official podcast channel. G'day and welcome to the Sea Eagles Community Corner podcast, hosted by Sea Eagles General Manager of Community, Kelly Petherbridge, along with Justine Gordon, CEO of the Burdekin Association. Based here on the northern beaches, the Burdekin Association is a proud community partner of the Manly Warringah Sea Eagles. Each week, Kelly and Justine will be joined by different guests covering some amazing things happening in the community. The Sea Eagles Community Corner podcast is proudly presented by Sea Eagles' major partner, URM. Now, over to Kelly and Justine. A very warm welcome to our co-host Justine Gordon and to our listeners. Today we're here to talk all things community. Today I'm joined by Max and Natalie and they volunteer for Headspace. Welcome. Hey. Hi. Thanks for having us. Absolute pleasure. Now, I think before we actually ask the, you know, get into some questions, we just learnt that that Max and Natalie just did a course at uni on on podcasts. So mm. Kelly and I are feeling really comfortable about, um, <laughs> you know, being joined by some young people who really know what they're doing. Is that right, Max, Natalie? Oh, God. 100%, yeah. I know all the buttons, every single one of them. Got to wait till I get my marks back before we make a statement. Oh, like that. Fair, <laughs> fair call, fair call. You might actually fail it, so yep. I really shouldn't feel we shouldn't Ooh. we shouldn't feel intimidated <laughs> really at this point. They could have failed that. All the gear and no idea. So Max and Natalie, yep. tell us a little bit about Headspace. Well, um, Headspace is a youth mental health organisation for twelve to twenty five year olds, and it's got a really youth centric view on mental health and just looking after young people. So even all our centres, they're all really groovy hip. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the, I guess that's the best way to describe it. But yeah, we just look out for uh, young people. It's a lot of early intervention stuff. So just what look- does early intervention <laughs> mean, Natalie? Yeah. So it's just, just helping young kids with issues that we all face, like stress, exams, maybe starting a new school. We're here just to have a chat. And even if you don't think it's a big deal, just it's good to come in and just talk about any issues you're facing. The encouraging thing is to, to do that before it becomes problematic. 100%, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Max, what do you, you know, what, what what's Headspace? <laughs> what, is, what is Headspace to you? Um, I think Natalie's pretty much hit the, yeah. hit the nail on the head. But, uh, yeah, bloody great service, I, yeah. I'd reckon. Yeah, very, very important these days as well, especially in yeah. our community, every community. Yeah. I reckon, you know, so many kids these days going through, oh, kids these days, you know, going through mental health yep. stuff, if I were to describe it casually. But yeah, especially with like social media and a lot of research is coming in yeah. through now with all the effects that that can have. So it feels like every generation is a trial for the next generation, right? <laughs> yeah. And our generation is currently a trial for social media is everywhere. How's that going to mess with our brain? Yeah. And it turns out. A lot. A lot of people, a lot of kids, especially in school, going through a lot. And it's also still as stigmatized as ever. So it's very essential for, you know, a, a service like Headspace, especially being free and accessible. And also groovy, as Natalie so <laughs> adequately put it. Groovy. Yeah, it's, it's very good. Now, you two are rather youthful. So I, striking me as unlikely to have gone through a four, five, six year kind of psychology degree. So <laughs> what do you actually do at Headspace? Yeah, so we're a part of the Youth Advocate Group for Headspace Brookvale and we do a lot of volunteering at events and we have what we call YAG meetings every month, two weeks, and we just talk about what our centre can do to improve awareness about our centre and just get young people the help they need through Headspace and make them realise it's 
it's not a stigma. Just come in. We're, we're friendly. We're nice. We just want to help. In that voice. Yeah, in that voice. Exactly. <laughs> Beg them. Yeah. No, but yeah, so we do a lot of volunteering at events recently, Manly Fun Run, uh, Sydney Mardi Gras, we were both at, which was a big highlight. So good, yeah. Yeah. And we got to go along the big parade at the end and hold up one of the letters. I think I was the E. <laughs> I think we were both the E. Were wow. we? For Headspace, wow. I'm assuming. Yeah. Because yeah. I just tried Should to have. figure out how many E's were in Mardi Gras. Right? No. <laughs> I was like, hang on, that doesn't work. No, so Headspace. Yeah. Yep. So yep. just being there at events and especially Northern Beaches events, just showing that Headspace are here and we really care about our community. So on that, how important is something like Headspace, you know, to have, you know, we've got a local one in Brookvale. Um, how important is that, do you think, for our community around here? I said essential for every community, really. So many young people at the moment going through so much stuff and to have a service, like I said, so readily available for these people, it's essential. You say these people, Max, but you mean yourself as well. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm not thinking you're like over 30, definitely. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're pretty right about yeah, that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> for my people. <laughs> cool, cool. Now, you were talking about um, that you volunteer at, at events. So you guys volunteered at the URM Community Round. Natalie, I'll start with you. What, what role did you play on the, in the Community Round? Yes, yeah, so I had a few different roles on the day, my main one being uh, social media. So I took a lot of videos for the uh, Sea Eagles Instagram that day. But probably the biggest thing, I got to interview Brad Parker and Trent Hodkinson about mental health and in particular male mental health and that teamwork and how we can come together for our friends and that was yeah it was a pretty cool interview <laughs> yeah that would have been difficult I can imagine yeah, yeah. and it was, it was weird I was the only female there uh -huh. I was interviewing with two other boys and then we had the two players and yeah it was, it was a really good experience so what kind of insights did did they give you yeah, well, we talked a lot of just about what we can do to make sure other people are okay. And they used a lot of examples of their pregame routine. And so they were talking, just making sure they're hyping each other up, making sure they're okay. And just little things that they do to keep the teamwork, keep the team united. Because if one person's out, the whole team's not going to be cohesive. And I thought that was really cool. Mm, there's, a, there's a lot of, I suppose, similarity with, with rugby and that team to, to transfer then to, I suppose, community and how we all need to, to kind of work together and support each other. Yeah, definitely. And I feel Northern Beaches is such a close community. Yeah. I feel like you walk the street, oh, you see someone yep. you know. And so, yeah, just making sure you're there for other people and just, yeah, being there for each other. And Headspace Brookvale does a lot of that work as well, yeah. just making sure we're all united as a community. So when you've got your local footy club, Manly, kind of embedded in the community and, and then working with Headspace, how important is it to have those kind of partnerships? And Max, I will get to you shortly. Um, <laughs> the head of, head of Vine. <laughs> how important is it that we work together? It's extremely important and I feel just having that united front. And I know at the uh, the URM community round, even just having Northern Beaches Council there, Kaloff, a lot of young people did recognise those groups and seeing them being there for their favourite footy team. It was a really cool day and just all being there to celebrate. I know we scored heaps of tries that day. We did win, uh, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. It yeah. was a good game. But, yeah, just being there together and being able to celebrate and, yeah, just have fun as a group. So in terms of your social media kind of role on that day, what were the key messages that you put out on social media? A lot of it was just showing the fans of the game. I remember I got a good photo of this lovely fan holding a big DCE sign. Mm -hmm, she was holding mm -hmm. it up the whole time. Her muscles must have been <laughs> sore. But yeah, and just 
really giving an inside view into some of the things that a lot of the fans may not see. So me and Matthew, another boy who was doing the social media, mm -hmm. we got to be on the field when all the players ran on with all the kids. So we looked a bit immature, but we loved it. We embraced <laughs> it. And yeah, so they all ran in, saw Martin Tapao, cried a little fangirl moment. <laughs> no shame Ooh, in that. No Natalie. shame. No, no shame. shame whatsoever. <laughs> but yeah, just, just filming the overall fun image of the event that day. Yep, yep. I mean, that's fantastic that, we, you know, we look at rugby league and some of us get stressed about the result, but it's fun yeah. and the players love what they're doing. The the fans love watching, you know, us kind of fan people on the field kind of stand there with our mouths <laughs> open, kind of going, you know, oh, this is, you know, exciting. Yeah. And um, it is really special. Yeah, it is. And it's, it's something I know myself, I don't get to a lot of the games, but when I do, it is it's a really special experience because you you're there sharing the moment with friends and family. Yep, yep, perfect. All right, Max, we've labelled you head of vibe. I've labelled myself that through my life. I have you really? Um, I feel like it was like a birthright, even yeah. you know, like emerged into the world, born through the vibe for the vibe. You know, why when you were young were you head of vibe? Um, just what were you doing? It was just in your head? It was there. It was it's just like a calling that's always yeah. sort of been there. You know, yep. like yep. I'd, just feeling I'd be, the beat. Yeah, I'd I'd wake up, I'd brush my teeth, I'd look in the mirror and go, "Wow, I'm I'm fully vibing right now." <laughs> and that that just carried through my life, okay. you know. I'm yep. the, the vibe has just I feel like I've grown with the vibe. If anything, I am the vibe. Yeah, you know? I, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Yep. Okay. So so Manly Seagulls kind of reached out to to Headspace. Actually, that bef before that there there were rumors about your vibe. I've got to say. <laughs> so it was kind of like. We'd seen your vibe. Mm -hmm. um, Burdekin Association had utilised your vibe. Mm -hmm. And I said, Kelly, Kelly, you've got to get Max the vibe. <laughs> True the story. Vibe. Yep. Natalie, we, we hadn't heard about you, but, mate, now, okay. that, now that we know you've got podcast experience and... Interview experience yep. with oh. NRL players. Uh, yep, it's on now. The, the vibe is growing in me. Right, okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. It's not reached Max <laughs> Yep, level. Max's level. Okay, so, so Max, the vibe was requested for this manly community... URM game day. It was indeed, yeah. What, what did that look like? That looked like party time. Yeah. I'll tell you what, that looked like party time. I should probably explain what I actually did. Yeah. I, I'm a DJ, right. pretty much, is what is what this all is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been DJing for like four and a half years. So you, use, you used a laptop mm -hmm. initially. What do you use now? Uh, just a controller, usually, where it kind of has a brain of its own. Uh, yeah, see, when you say controller, I think of PlayStation 4, <laughs> my kids playing like Fortnite um, or something. Fortnite. <laughs> what do you mean by controller? Uh, so what I personally use is this all-in-one uh, DJ controller. It's called the Pioneer XDJ RX2 is the one I use. And it's just like this all-in-one machine, songs on a USB, yep. you plug the USB into the machine. Right. And that's pretty much the vibe station. That's your vibe, yep. And yeah. so, so at this Manly Community Round, how did you bring the vibe there? What did you do? Where were you? I think you need to set the scene here, yeah. Max. <laughs> I, I love the equipment conversation, but um, you were front and centre mm. at the main entrance yeah. to the biggest house party that was about to unfold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was on a lot the of northern fun. beaches. Yeah, I I just yeah pretty much just sat sat at the entrance, uh, just just vibed out in the corner and let people experience the vibe as they were coming into the to mm -hmm. the stadium. Mm -hmm. You know, so I was just I can't remember how long I was going two. Three hours, yeah. probably. You were going for a while. Oh. And and what kind of engagement did you get from the fans as they kind of wandered in through the gate? 
way better than I expected, yeah. if I'm being honest. I was kind of worried that people go, what, what is going on? <laughs> just walking in like, this kid boffing in the corner, what is he doing? And there were, there were a few looks like that, don't get me wrong, but the majority of it, like most people coming in would like boffing to it and like there were kids coming up to me and like dancing and talking, oh, what are you doing? Oh, that's so cool. I thought I'd just be this little oddball in the corner, but people like chatted to me and vibed out a lot more than I would have expected, which was great. So yeah, I feel like. And have you been to any Seagulls games before that? Uh, quite a few okay. through my life. Yeah. And has there ever been another vibe there? No. No. So do you think that really the Manly Seagulls <laughs> should be employing you at every game to set the vibe? hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, okay, Kelly, might leave that with you. No, she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, did you just hear the halftime siren? Now that concludes our first half. We've been talking with Max and Natalie from Headspace Brookvale and we'll be back in the second half shortly. Now for a message from our sponsors. The Manly Warringah Seagulls thank our major partner, United Resource Management, for their ongoing support. Season 2020 is URM's 24th consecutive year sponsoring the Seagulls and they are also big supporters of communities right across Australia. The Seagulls also thank Premier Partners, Shaw & Partners Financial Services, Lotto Land and all corporate partners of the club. For a full list of Seagulls corporate partners, head to seagulls.com.au. Thanks for that message from our sponsor. Now welcome back for the second half of the Seagulls Community Podcast. We're still joined by Max and Natalie from uh, Headspace at Brookvale. Right. So we were talking about Max's vibe. So we we're talking about the supporters on the community URM round day, you know, coming in, being struck by music, by dancing, by just a feeling of goodness, which, which you create, Max. Now, that's not the only time you've created goodness for the Manoringa Sea Eagles. You were invited back. You must have done a good job. And on that day, and, and I've seen you around, you're not bad. Can we hire you? Yeah, every Anyone day, please. You. Anyone can hire me. Ever. Awesome. Yeah. Do you want to just give yourself a little quick plug? How oh, would we sure. hire you? Uh, I'm at Mastminded Music on Instagram. So that's at M-A-S-T-M-I-N-D-E-D Music. Uh, just, just send me a message, Instagram, right. Facebook. Yeah. And what kind of genre of music are you playing? Um, I play all sorts. At the, at the events I'm usually hired for around uh, the Northern Beaches, they yeah. kind of want chill, kind of disco, like housey kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I also, <laughs> I, I do love to play heavier stuff as well, but I don't get much chance to play it. But I, if, if you're hosting a rave, you can also Right, <laughs> yeah. That. I, I, um, I know my favourite song's Toto Africa. I play that all I the know, time. All I know, I know. And a DJ at Toto out of Africa is like, gets me up dancing wherever I am, which is, can sometimes be really inappropriate, but whatever. You were invited to the Manly Warringah Seagulls. What day was it, Kelly? It was our fan day. Fan day. It was and our it was 2020 fan day. Raining. It was pre-COVID-19. So everybody was crammed in there, breathing on each other, sweating. It was in the Legs Club. Le Legs Club. Thank you. And as I said, it was not COVID-19 appropriate. But that's okay because we can all reminisce what that looked like. What did you do on that day, Mac? Uh, I DJ'd like, like did. I did on, yeah, it was, yeah. it was fantastic again. Yeah. It was quite full on to see everyone just cramped in the room. But I think because one, it started with everyone kind of in that massive line, so many people in the line just started dancing, yep. which was, which was great. Um, people like getting into it as soon as they came in. Um, 
yeah, it was it was terrific. A lot of a lot of disco type bangers that, that they were grooving to. A lot of Toto Africa, as you said before. Yeah, I had a, a few people request Eagle Rock. Yes, which Gee, <laughs> doing DJ Eagle Rock. We really need to hear your version of that. Mm, mm. Yeah, can you work on? On a, like, like a remix of Eagle yes. Rock? 100%. Oh, that could That's be. That's a great idea. Yeah. 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 For I'll, sure. Yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll get Seagulls to pay you or something to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Did any of the players get a bit of a groove on? Yeah, the players got a bit involved. Um, at, w- at one point, they, they came up and just started pushing all the buttons. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. Look, I've heard, I've heard that some of them like to, in this podcast particular, Steve Menzies does do some stuff in here. And, and then one day we came back in and I'm blaming him for every kind of turny thing was just not working properly. And we knew that Steve had been in here before. So it seems to be a Manly Seagulls kind of mm. thing. That, um, I, I will, I'll just make, say it wasn't like bad. I'm not complaining. Oh, they, were, okay. <laughs> they, 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 they just came on and just like had a go at like scratching. Oh. The... Did some of them actually have some skills? No. No. Oh. But, <laughs> but um, they they gave it a red hot go. Yeah. So we know? won't name names. But but any kind of any got down and had a boogie. Did you think, wow, that player yeah. can dance? Oh, I I I don't know their names unfortunately, yeah, so yeah. I can't. Yep, I can't yep. tell you who in particular. I'm very sorry, but yeah, there were there were some there were a few who were busting out some moves. Right. I will say there was a bit of talent. Bit a of bit, talent a lot of talent. Wow. I would say. Okay. I wouldn't undersell them. Okay. So Manly Seagulls club players can dance and and have a bit of a groove. Mm. Wow. All right. That's good to know. I think you've obviously, you're very passionate about music. 100%. Um, And like our Seagulls supporters and fans, we have a lot of uh, people that are very passionate about rugby league. How important do you think it is to have a a passion for something? Incredibly. Gives life a lot of purpose, you know, if if we were to get get real deep into this. Yeah. Um, I think that's... Even I, um, so I myself, uh, was struggling a bit in, uh, like year 11 high school. And that's what led to me coming into Headspace. And I think that kind of made me realize how important music was to me as well. So yeah, it is incredibly good to have a passion because it's kind of like, you know, when stuff, when stuff goes wrong, uh, you have that to come back to, you know, and for me, that's always been music. So yeah, having a passion for music, rugby, anything, the ability to, you know, separate, step outside what you're going through what, and just fully immerse yourself in what, what I dubbed the vibe, but really anything can be the vibe, you know? Your vibe could be rugby, your vibe could be tennis, your vibe could be video games, you never know. Um, so yeah, it's just great to have a passion. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Oh, great. And Natalie, what about you? What's your passion? Oh, it's very opposite <laughs> rugby league, <laughs> but I actually do a lot of theatre in my spare time. So I do, I've done a few shows at Glen Street Theatre recently. I've got a show coming up in Chatswood at the concourse, but yeah, so same sort of thing, music, a lot of singing, acting, dancing, but yeah. And with that, it comes with a really good community of fellow passionate people that share the love of musical theatre, but yeah. Mm. There's a theme that I'm hearing here that either that it's it's a place where you can go to feel happy, but that you can also, both of you, what you're doing is, is kind of the entertainment industry. What you're doing gives you joy, but it actually gives other people joy and makes them happy and makes them smile. And I mean, rugby league, it's it's a performance for the community. And I think, you know, Kelly and I were talking last uh, the last podcast about how much the community and society is lack being engaged and being entertained, whether it's, well, look, watching you play, Max, is 
far more inspirational for me than listening to it on the radio or whatever. I see you, I see you loving what you do and, and Natalie, you know, watching a live performance, A, would terrify me to do that, but to see people up on stage loving what they're doing and then, and then to watch, you know, the guys play their game and to see them, you know, really devastated when they drop the ball or, you know, really passionate, excited when they score a try. I mean, it, those feelings, those ups and downs that we all have in life that, you know, they're a natural part of our life, but sharing them with others, um, you know, gives us something to do. Yeah. How do you think COVID's had an impact on you guys? Um, well, just in terms of COVID-19, I think it's changed how we are communicating with one another. And it's sort of just breaking down traditional ways of what we would do to hang out with friends. So we can't go to the pub, we can't go to the park to hang out, but even just having a chat over Zoom and there's lots of technology that sort of helps aid having that conversation with friends and maintaining those relationships, which I think is really important. Yeah. Max, you talked about, you know, that you're the um, generation that's, you know, social media stuck with. There's, there's some mm. strengths with that because I think trying to launch a Zoom meeting once at work was an absolute failure for me. <laughs> so I think you guys, you know, there, there's some strength in that you're yeah, so exposed to, to technology that it's almost an extension of your arm kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas, you know, kind of anybody beyond my age kind of thing, it's hard. It's complex. Yeah but it's kept you all connected. So that's been a good thing. But then, yeah, there's some, yeah, there's some, I agree, there's some not great things about it as well. Yeah, with all kind of technology, there seems to be a bunch of positives and negatives. Yeah, yeah especially in this time. Like there have been a whole lot of positives with the ability to, you know, like I've been like Skyping my girlfriend daily, pretty much haven't been able to see her in a while. And like everyone have just kind of, you know, it's it's it helps people be connected way more than they would be originally. My mom, my mom actually said to me, few weeks ago, like, oh, if, if this happened, like, uh, when I was a kid, they would have just been gone. You know, she, she found this, this diary, <laughs> this is a big tangent, you can cut this if you want. <laughs> she, she found this diary of, um, her when she was 12, uh, and her best friend was leaving town. And that was like the last time she would see her for a long time. And she had this diary and at the top of every day, it would say like, no letter from Judy, no letter from Judy, oh. no letter from Judy, letter from Judy, no oh. letter from Judy. So, wow. um, yeah. It's... You're right. So, you know, I, I was concerned with, with young people that they were hiding behind social media and, and not actually um, engaging in face-to-face conversation. But COVID actually has almost enhanced social media to be something that you're at now actually – you know, using for a really positive, engaging kind of aspect, which was really interesting to to kind of see see what's going on here. But anyway, we should get back to to rugby league and all things rugby league because you were at that day and and, and I was having a groove. Um, it was really exciting. Um, but what does rugby league mean to you? Mean to me? Yeah. Gosh, look, look, I've I've. I've touched base, um, I think, in one of the earlier podcasts about the experience that rugby league had for for me and my dad and going to games. Um, and I, I think, look, I'm going to throw that question kind of back to to Kelly and and ask her, you know, why. I think we've touched on this before about why community is something that the Seagulls are, you know, wanting to, to, to focus on moving forward and more so, um, but. Kelly, why, why get these guys involved? Look, for us, um, you know, this was a fantastic opportunity to uh, provide, 
you know, young people with uh, with an experience that um, that you don't get every day. So, I mean, I've been working in rugby league for the last 20, 20 years. So a home game is, I take it for granted a little bit about what we get to do, but God, we get to do a pretty cool job. We get to do some really amazing things and we get to experience um, some things that, that not everybody gets to experience. So using, you know, the, the relationships that we had with the Avalon Youth Hub, who we had in the last episode of the podcast, um, you know, the YAGs from, from Brookvale Headspace, as well as Kaloff from our Northern Beaches Council, you know, getting everyone together and collaborating and, and getting their input about how we can, uh, you know, amplify what we do on game day that will not only attract some more young people to come back to our game and watch our game and, and hopefully new, introduce some new Seagulls fans, but, um, but give these young people a, a great opportunity to, to experience some of those roles that we talked about. So for you, social media. Uh, you know, we had someone as a ground announcer. Max obviously was our head DJ and vibe guy. <laughs> vibe maker. <laughs> vibe maker. Um, but, yeah, for us it was just about, uh, you know, yeah, as I said, using our, um, uh, using our sport and using what we do day in, day out to, to give that opportunity for young people to experience the same thing and hopefully, you know, might have someone want to try and do that in, in the future. Mm. Now, I think... Full time's coming very shortly, but just quickly, if there's anybody listening who wants to access Headspace, whether it's a parent wanting to kind of inquire for, for a family member or a young person themselves, what's the easiest and simple way for them to access Headspace? I'd say the easiest and simplest way, just give us a call. Even if you're a young person, I know oh, like using a phone kind of just text, but calling is the easiest way. You can get an appointment that day, that week. Otherwise, we've got our website or our email and all our social media accounts. So if someone wants to get in touch, Natalie, what's that phone number? Yeah, it's 9937-6500. And what's the age group that uh, the Brookvale Headspace deal with? Yeah, so it's 12 to 25-year-olds, but even if you're not within that age limit, feel free to give us a call and we can discuss other options for you. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for having Kelly, did you hear that full-time siren? I did. Thanks, Justine. Okay, guys, we've run out of time for today, but a very big thanks to Max and Natalie for coming in today. Um, as we said, anyone needing some support um, between the age group of 12 and 25, head on down to Brookvale Headspace. Thank you both very much. Yeah, thanks for having us. It's great. This has been the Seagulls Community Corner Podcast. Presented by Seagull's major partner, URM, and recorded in the studios of Manly Media partner, ASCII Live Media. You can follow the Seagulls on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, as well as LinkedIn. For more episodes and other official Seagulls podcast channel series, head to seagulls.com.au forward slash podcast. This has been an ASCII Live Media production for the Manly Warringah Seagulls official podcast channel.